welcome to Chef It. I'm Lisa, I'm a chef, I'm stuffed up, and I cook for the rich and famous. <laughs> um, I'm a little stuffed up from the hot weather today, just like a lot of allergies and things going on. Um, and I really shouldn't be saying it's hot. Listen, like it's much hotter out in New Orleans and they just had Hurricane Ida and it's sweltering out there. It's sweltering in Northern California where the Calder Fire is destroying Tahoe. And, you know, there's just like, there's a lot of things going on with the global climate change. But I will say this, you know, I'm just having like my little weird congested moments, so pardon me. But I, I, you know, I had a morning diatribe with my mom um, on the phone this morning. And it's something that like she lets me do and she does with me. And I'm going to share a little bit of that with you today. Now, the thing about a diatribe is that it is a, it, it's like, um, you're basically just ranting. And ranting is a negative phrase, right? To rant means, you know, you're just like ranting. You're not looking for a solution. It's not solution-oriented conversation. It's just like, it's a what the fuck is what it is. And I don't think we should apologize for a diatribe. Now, the only time maybe is if you are directing it at a person, um, at a group of people, um, you know, at something that could like actually defame or hurt someone that is unfair. But I think if you just personally want to share something and see if there's other people that might agree with you, that is not the point of it necessarily. But like meaning that you might find maybe some sort of cathartic um, community <laughs> and that maybe through that, you know, you release it and then maybe there are some other perspectives, right? So like, that's a cool thing. Um, but what I'm really trying to talk about right now is how the optics of female chefs, of being a woman in the kitchen and... tired of the optic. I'm not kind of tired. I'm fucking tired of the optics. It's no one's fault even, but I'm fucking over it. Is anyone here with me? Okay, so let me be specific. Um, again, I also want to say a little disclaimer, or not a disclaimer. What's the word I'm using? I don't want to offend anyone because I don't feel like anyone is necessarily to blame. And the person that I'm going to speak of, I don't even know this person, but I know that I like this person. And then this person is not trying to do anything but be curious and respectful. So let's just start with that, right? But I just want to, you know, put that out there. So let me tell the story. It's not, it's a brief story. Basically, in my kitchen, working I just wrapped up or wrapping up a very long Labor Day weekend feeding like at least a hundred people with no staff it's just me and granted again just to say I work for extraordinary people I love them they're helpful when I need help they would jump in at any moment but at the end of the day I'm the only person who knows what I'm doing and I would have really appreciated having more like professional help in the kitchen kitchen help fair enough I still got it done, had a great weekend, I feel good about everything, I love my clients, I'm happy, so I'm tired. So yesterday I came in, um, have a couple of things going on, I'm making these massive freeform meatloaves, and it's I'm doing like a French style, 
one of them is going to a family that's sick with COVID. So I'm making a big dinner for them to uh, be dropped off. And then I'm also making a big dinner for all the, you know, the, for my clients. So I've got like 10 pounds of meat. I've got, you know, 15 pounds of potatoes of Yukon Golds. I'm making this, um, a, a garlic cream mashed potatoes thing, ricing potatoes. And like, it's just like, it's a lot of, all the things it is a very long and physical day on the backside of some other long and physical days so I'm a little tired just having a quiet moment and I also want to say that my clients who are absolutely wonderful are surrounded by wonderful people so I never have to question that anyone in their home or in their realm that they are not wonderful there's no question in my mind that every person I'm meeting is awesome is is like is generous and responsible I have no doubt in my mind at any point in time and that's how I meet every person and that's how I met this particular person it was just coming in happened to be sitting alone in the kitchen with me for, for a little while and was just curious about this woman cooking all this food wearing a surf t-shirt a white bark workwear hemp apron you know some jeans and some crocs and I understand that her curiosity is probably like oh well clearly I'm a chef but what does that mean to her you know like I don't know well I, 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 the answer is here as this person you know is just being themselves again not doing anything wrong but just inquiring about me like hey so yeah you're a chef I'm like yeah yeah chef clearly cooking and just trying to make small talk so you know why did you start cooking and I'm like oh god do I really have to talk about this right now and you know I'm not it's not as negative as I'm making it sound but you know when you're really busy and you're tired you're kind of like just wasn't in the mood to be like chit-chatting I have to be focused and there's clear there's a lot of people around me all day so the minute you get like a, a bit of silence you know you're like grabbing this focus um, she says, oh, she's like, so, wow, so, um, how did you start cooking? And, and I said, oh, well, I went to a, a culinary academy. And then she says, oh, so you really love cooking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Why? It's like, why today? Like, this person doesn't even deserve my response. And I, I, I think what you're hearing right now is like, I'm saying this person doesn't deserve to talk to me. That's not what I meant. This person is too good and too kind and too just, you know, friendly and cool to deserve, like, my backlog of answering these questions over many years to people who actually don't deserve a response from me. I'm like, hold it in, Lisa. This is just a really nice person asking a question. But it reveals so much to me. And I think to any woman, any person in a job where people don't see you. And I'm not being fair even because I'm wearing a surf t-shirt. I'm wearing Crocs. I'm just doing my thing. I'm not wearing a chef's coat. But what I am not is a man. Because if I were a man, 
certain of this. Her question would have been, so what are you making? Oh, that looks incredible. Wow. That's so great that they have a chef. That's really cool. Um, what's your favorite thing to make? Like, it would have been like that. But instead, I get this like, oh, you really love to cook? Like, that's so cute. I had my dentist, my hygienist, last week, when she's like, so are you, like, you cook, right? I said, yeah, I'm a chef. I said, you know, I, I know I'm a grinder with my teeth, and you know, I have a lot of stress. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, what kind of, like, she goes, well, I went to culinary school once. I literally, this is what this airhead says. And she's an airhead, not the woman I'm speaking of that I met yesterday. She's amazing. But this particular hygienist is an airhead. And I said, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. I don't really want to talk right now. You're in my mouth doing a deep cleaning. And then she says, yeah, you know, that's so great. You know, like cooking is fun, but I just would rather do this. I make more money doing this and whatever. I'm thinking, yeah, great. Don't want to deal with this. And she says, well, what do you do? And I said, well, you know, I, I cook for, um, I cook for a couple of gold medalists actually, to be quite honest. She's like, you do? She's like, oh, just nonplussed by the whole thing. Completely nonplussed. And I'm like, whatever. I don't really care if you're not, if you're plus to anything. I just like want you to do this and I want to get out of here. And then she's like, so, so like they have you as your chef. I said, yeah, you know, one's in the NDA. And, you know, just getting ready to go travel with them. So I just want to get this done and be on the road. She's like, they're going to take you with them? How cute. I am not kidding you. This woman tells me that my job is cute. I was like, um, girl, you need to stop. She's like, what? Does it hurt? I said, no, no, no. You need to stop with the word cute. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't think it's cute that you are giving me a deep cleaning. And you need to stop with the word cute. She's like, oh, sorry. Like, you know, didn't, didn't, um, didn't mean to like, you know, whatever. She said something to me. It was kind of, I don't remember what, how she phrased it. But I was like, what the fuck? Now, clearly she's on this farther spectrum of somebody who's just clueless. The woman yesterday... It's just a friendly, awesome human being that I actually got to know later and can really appreciate. Who triggered like more of the same, right? So more of that conversation that, you know, has been so routine for my entire career. Like just so fucking routine. Where people are like, how cute. Oh, so you're cooking. Oh, so you must really love to cook. And I said to this, so, so let me tell you my reply. I was, I gave it some space. I took a few deep breaths. And then I was like, okay, I, I have to say something. I mean, I can't just be like, leave her hanging. I mean, like, this is a nice person. She's dealing with my emotional landscape right now. <laughs> of like years of being a chef. And it, you know, she probably goes through this in her own career not knowing that she's giving this to me. And I know I've done this to other women. I'm sure I have. I said, yeah, well, 
course, you know, I, my passion was cooking and I decided to get classically trained and I've been doing this for over 20 years. Restaurant chef, worked for some of the most prominent people in the world and I love what I do. I love my craft and, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with being a workhorse of a chef is what I told her. She's like, oh. Shut 
restaurants under her belt. So she became the executive chef of one of those restaurants. And she left that whole scene. And she became the chef of her own restaurant. With a female GM, who I believe is part owner as well. And someone said to me, another female chef said, well, you know, it's a good thing she left. Because even though that's her team, that's her world, that's where she became, you know, the great chef that she is on, on many levels, and she was the head chef, there's no respect like your own kitchen, like breaking away, like your own space. Because you're always under the shadow of like this other great person or like people still talk to you in your own kitchen. Like, like, you know, like you don't get the respect that you deserve. And I, and I'm going to say this definitely happens with men too, but it's very different for women. Don't kid yourself. There's more, more of that. One time I was, I was at Joe Miller's restaurant, Joe's, and I was like being a girl. So you know what? I always have to be a fucking boy in my job all the time. Be a man. And so I'm out after hours having a martini, flirting with some guy at the bar or whatever we're doing. Just having like, I don't know, I'm like 35 years old after work just hanging out and someone's like so what do you do I'm like oh I'm a chef and then of course there's like oh like oh oh really oh wow immediately think I mean I don't get the respect of like actually being a chef it's kind of like I'm trying to be a chef or me you know or like I make someone sandwiches for lunch or some bullshit like that but of course, the guy that I'm talking to was being, you know, flirty, some actor. By the way, no big deal. He's hanging out with another guy who is a big deal chef. But I didn't know this. I'm too busy being a chef myself to know who the fuck is up and coming. It's some big ass deal down the road for me. Running some restaurant that I had not yet graced, pardon moi. Asshole chef goes on to say, Oh, really? You're a chef? Well, if you're a chef, how do you make a balance? Or what's the difference between a Valentine and a Galantine? I was like, Excuse me? He's like, What's the difference between a Galantine and a Valentine? One is, one is like steamed and wrapped in plastic. These are logs of food. But get back to my meatloaf. I'm having a wraparound and we even intend this to happen. It's basically force meat. It's meatloaf. I was just like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm so-and-so and I'm the chef of blah blah And I want this. I was like, okay, well, whatever. I just, he's like, listen, if you answer it right, I'll buy you a glass of wine. I was like, excuse me? not answering shit to you but I was already like a martini in which is a lot and I was kind of like um, I was blindsided you know I was tired I was maybe insecure a little bit 
about blazing, you know, it's kind of like, I'm going to relate this to like a current event, like, like Afghanistan, where the women are oppressed and they know it, and the soldiers just left, and now they're left with this crazy Taliban situation, and they know these motherfuckers are coming, but they've been in the resistance themselves, and they're giving, like, they're used to this crap, and they've got a response for these things, and they've got, like, ways of, like, getting around it, and there are times where you're, like, in their face, because you feel like a moment of, like, yeah, and there's times where you're just, like, how do I get around this, because I don't want to deal with this, and that was me that night, I was, like, how do I get around this fucking Taliban moment, can I just, like, is there a, is there, like, a hatch I can get into right now, and just drink my wine in peace, and pretend like I never met this asshole actor guy, who's such a jackass, who's like, hey, my friend's just, you know, being friendly and funny, and like, I'm buying you a glass of wine, you know, and I want your number, and I'm gonna take you out, and all this, seriously, it was embarrassing, like, like, this guy was embarrassing himself, the actor, because he's an asshole, too, he was like, yeah, you know what, babe, and all this kind of, it was just really ridiculous, I was like, I'm not giving you my phone number. I'm not hanging out with either of you. So, this guy does not stop. He starts talking to my friend, the bartender, and making some cracks about, like, you know, like, she won't answer my question. Like, she doesn't know. And, like, I can hear him. Because I'm sitting about four chairs away from him, and it's like an L-shaped bar. So, finally, you know, I just get up, and I go over to him. And I'm like, what do you fucking want from me? What do you, what do you want? What do you want to make me feel small because I'm a female chef? You want to make yourself so you can, so you can look bigger than me? You, because you're like, just like on your last days of cooking because you're overwhelmed by working in a restaurant that, I mean, God knows like how far you're going to take this shit because already your gut is growing because you're going to be like fat Emerald Lavasi and you're going to try and get a TV show which all this kind of happened ironically but I was just angry and I was like and I was a little drunk <laughs> I was like you want to talk about fucking Valentines and Galantines and French culinary cooking and I'm supposed to sit here and tell you how I'm a graduate of the California Culinary Academy and how I worked at Stars with Jeremiah Tower and how I, I ran a fucking restaurant during the dot bomb with one of the best fucking female chefs in California. Go fuck yourself. I said, you should be embarrassed. I hope one day in the future I come across you and that you are like shamed by me just by, by, by knowing this happened or whatever. And I mean, to be quite honest, I don't know if I was as eloquent as I was at this exact moment. I'm calling it eloquent. Maybe you think it's not, but it, for me, it is. but God, this motherfucker. So time goes by. I'm trying to remember how I saw him again. I railed on this guy. I would tell people like, nah, that guy's a dick. And everybody would be like, that guy's a dick. And then I got this guy to sous chef my events, who I love, this amazing guy. And he worked for him. And he's like, yeah, that guy, that guy literally humiliated us. He like, he, he hurt us. 
he abused us. Like, he stole my manhood. Like, that kind of shit. Like, this guy does not deserve to be a leader of any men or any women or anyone. Oh, so this is when it happened. I was at the Wednesday Farmer's Market where all the chefs hang out. Back then, everybody used to chill at Rocket Wagner, which was, like, at the mouth of, like, Fourth and Arizona, where the Farmer's Market is, is. There's a cafe, um, Rock and Wagner, like one of the, like, you know, like the legendary, like, cafe of LA. Like, they go way back and they make these delicious pretzel rolls, which, which everybody still loves. And um, it was like the one spot. And I used to go to the kiosk, pick up the Wednesday, um, New York Times. And then, like, it was kind of fun. It was like a big kind of, it was a place for chefs to, like, hang out, kind of flirt, and make friends. And it was just, like, super cool. I'm probably making it sound cooler than it is, but then again, it kind of was like awesome because it doesn't exist anymore. Anyhow, that cafe is gone. It's now a fucking lemonade. So depressing. So, um, a lot of good times to be had at the Rock and Wagner tables. And I met a lot of people there and became friends with a lot of people. And he was there. And he knows someone else that I know. I was just like, I am not talking to this person. And he decided to be nice to me. He was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Um, you should come by my, my restaurant. Like, come in and like, tell me what you think. And I was like, okay. I guess this is an olive branch. I'll take it. So, so I went in and the food was really great. <laughs> it was really great. kind of got past that, you know, and some other friends of mine went and worked for him in another restaurant, and now I think he's belly up. It's like, it's a brutal thing. But it's a real brutal thing having a misogynistic ego, too, being a fuck-off chef, being an asshat chef. So I, I just want to say that, you know, if you're a man and you're a chef, you're listening to this some of you might be some of you a lot of you are better than that like you, you don't actually I'm not saying all men I'm sure that not all male chefs are people but I mean there is this I mean part of it is like it's not your fault like I'm going to give you guys a little bit of pass because we just it's the world we live in you know we we live through media we live through you know, television shows of like, I mean, just look at Marilyn Monroe. Did anyone ever think she was smart? She was brilliant. But she, you know, played sexy. She got paid. Some people would say, but she played sexy. And I'm like, I know, she did. I wonder if today she would play smart and sexy. And like, is it okay to do that? It's, a, it's, it's hard. I know it's confusing for men. And I'm sorry that you guys are so confused. And I'm so sorry that everything that I'm doing as a female chef is so confusing. It's particularly when, I, when I'm out and about, especially at a butchery counter. And I'm wearing a pair of cutoffs and flip-flops. And you just can't take me seriously. I'm so sorry for myself.
for all women. But I'm going to say it. So maybe like it might, you know, maybe there's just a moment, maybe some of it will change your mind. And it just, it's, sometimes it's just these little incremental life experiences that maybe you can harbor that away and maybe it'll be a little, and maybe it'll be a big title shift and one day you'll just look at all, all of us female chefs and be like, wow, she's a badass. But that's not going to happen. I even do it too but I'm still going to be mad about it anyhow I don't know what solution that is offering but like I said that's not the point of the diatribe it's just sometimes it's important to share what is share the perspective thanks guys thanks for listening um, have an awesome day and um, try not to be misogynistic against ourselves and others. Alright, over now. Until next time. Oh my god, Anchor, how do you turn this off?